Hey, hey. Hey. We sorry. <laughs> it's been a long time. We apologize. But we <laughs> we are back. And uh possible questions. Uh no, we didn't quit. No. Uh no, we didn't get bored. No. And we we, we still alive. We are <laughs> all of those. <laughs> yeah. And and we coming back with some new armor too. So Yes, some some armor that we've gotten from our our walks in our faith mm-hmm. and our knowledge that we've been acquiring in our what were we gonna say the our prospective careers yes, prospective yes. it's not yep. our careers yet but it's kind of mine I'm like halfway right I'm just working on being the the supervisor but I'm kind of already in where I'm trying to be at. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, we we have to say we're there before we get there so that we already are wearing... You talking about manifesting or something? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, we can talk about manifesting. That could be it. That can be an episode. <laughs> yeah. But we are Ships and Giggles, Cher. And Jaylen. And um, we're here to uh, talk about relationship with whomever. Wherever and um, yeah, we didn't we didn't get with it. yeah we didn't giggle this time. <laughs> Usually we giggling. There it went anyway. Yeah. <laughs> True. See now we got it in there. Wait, there it is. is there. <laughs> so Jay, what you been up to? Man, over this last year, honestly, I was I was kind of just caught up in the motions for a long time. So I was just caught up in the motions of go to work, come home, be a dad, be a husband, right? Go to sleep, do it again, and it it wasn't like it's not like it was a bad motion to be in, but mm-hmm. I don't know. After a while, I felt like felt like I was called to be more intentional with my life, right? In general, just just well, more intention. That was a lot of new chapters, too, because I think that's pretty much how it ran with me. It was like, you get out of high school, I was going to go into the military, but you showed up and shut that train down. <laughs> but um, also went ahead and got married, and that meant that added some hats. And I had not um, seen that really done that way, being a wife and a mom and having to go way to Hawaii from New York. So I had culture shock and uh, label shocks <laughs> mm. because, OK, how do I do this? So I get it where, you know, you got married and then boom, here's baby like they're they're all different. Yeah, I kind of like. I guess I'll say I got used I got used to it because it was sort of a challenge in the beginning, but then I got used to it. But then when you get used to something, it, there's a possibility of it getting stagnant, of right. it getting kind you kind of plateauing, which is kind of where I felt like I was for a while. I say honestly, maybe in the past like maybe four months. I've been really like, you know what? 
I would like to see all of these aspects of my life increase or be changed for the better in some way. So like for my marriage, I've been looking at all these like sermons talking about being a biblical man, being a biblical woman. Oh, by the way, uh, we love God in here. So <laughs> just just from now on, just be well aware that we love God in here. And if you don't love God, stick around anyway. You might come to find out that you gonna that he's got something for you too. So no worries. <laughs> but um yeah, just just really digging into the Bible and really digging into even like regular scientific and uh, I guess secular research as well as what is what some theologian would say. <laughs> but just really trying to be the best me that I could be instead of just going through the motions every day. Right. I think. Well, I've been on that journey for a little while, just really because I went into adulthood full force, grabbing labels from left and right. It's like I forgot to figure out who I was, too. So um, this has been this part of my life. Hey, she turned 50 while she was gone. Okay. What? Fabulous and fine 50. And I'm 30. Fine wine. Yes, just just not too long ago, 30. (laughs) But as you can see, I had him as a young adult and really couldn't have known myself at that time. So this this part of my life has been exciting to like really get into the things now that my children are older um, that I really wanted to do all this time, but I had to put off because I was chasing. Uh, the military around the world and trying to raise some productive human beings. So <laughs> I think we turned out all right. We all we all doing some productive things. Ain't none of us out there being hooligans. No, or y'all being lazy. Being hooligans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but maybe maybe some procrastination, but not lazy. Oof. Not all the way. Did you have to bring that word? Hey, it's it's a it's the a curse. It's a curse on all of your children, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay. We breaking it. We breaking it. We breaking it. We getting things done. Kinda like how there was some procrastination getting back to what we're doing right now. <laughs> yes. And we are we do apologize for that. I'm sure that happens a lot with people getting into things and you gain some momentum and then life. Boom, boom. I know there's at least 10 of y'all being like, where'd y'all go? Raise your hand (laughs) if you. (laughs) Where'd y'all go? It's like, what happened to them people? They just kind of. But we back on the wagon. Right, right. Back on the wagon with you're in school now. Tell me what you're doing. I am. Working on my, what's the, I'm trying to think of the correct certification term. I'm trying to be, now anybody can check me if they want to, but (laughs) I'm trying to be BACB certified to practice being a behavior analyst. So that's just, I just want to um, specifically work with children with autism because I've been learning that you can be um, a behavior analyst for 
a multitude of different things, but I want to specifically focus on kids or adults, whoever I run into with autism, because I just, I've been exposed to them now more often. I was not aware of how common it is and how extremely wide the spectrum is because movies and pretty much any kind of exposure that people with autism or autistic people have had has not been great. Right. <laughs> it, it has led to some not great preconceived notions about people with autism or autistic people. And I kind of want to be a part in not only educating people in how to properly treat those people or teach them, but to actually be a part of helping those people myself. So right. like helping parents and especially the parents. Like I feel like there's, there's definitely a hole in yes. that area where I feel like parents aren't getting the support that they need in order to take care of their child, you know, or right. their child or their, or sometimes their lover too. You know, it's not like, it's not like they can't have relationships. It's just a little bit more intentional work with them, you know, because right. things that we take for granted that we kind of just learned how to do real easy. They, it just, intention is the word that I always use. Right. Do you want to hear a fun fact about people with autism? Mm. I think, most people know that um, Elon Musk has it. But did you know Questlove from The Roots has it? No. Autism. I was like, really? So you can see that people with autism can function. Yeah. They, the, they can the make right more help. money than you. Okay. <laughs> yes. With the right support. With the right support, you yeah. know. They they can get that that. Speaking of talking about the parents, you and I talk about that a lot when you share things with me about um, your children without, you know, sharing. Without destroying HIPAA. <laughs> we definitely do. Um, I'm also in school uh, pursuing my master's in clinical mental health counseling, psychotherapy. So we get to bounce off with each other. And that was that hole that frustrates me when... Um, he talks about the children because the children are producing. And once they walk away from that therapist or that behavioral health tech or analyst, um, you need consistency. So I'm like, okay, what are these, what kind of support do these parents have? Because they have to be a certain somebody to keep the consistency going. So I like that. I might slide in there somewhere. Um, but I mean, it's comparable to like, you know, when parents complain that their kids are getting bad grades in school and stuff. Well, well, are you doing anything to assist with that when they get home? Like, yeah, these days, right. these days, these kids be basically clocking in work hours with how long they're in school. But uh -uh. just because they're spending most of the day in school, it doesn't mean that you can't be a part of their learning. Like if you're not if you're not doing your part as well then how much can you really complain? <laughs> and you know what? It actually starts from babies. Like we are, we're, uh, we're produced some people, but we also have to bring them to the point where they can, you know, function out there in the world. And like, it can start from potty training a kid, you know, 
if if they're only potty training at daycare and not at home, then there's an issue or or vice versa. Or, you know, the way the children are learning in school, if you aren't reinforcing that education at home, you know, it goes by the wayside. That's why homeschooling my 16-year-old, he only gets like 35 days of summer because I don't see the point. I see that you know, you're getting ready after that. You're getting ready to lose everything you learned for the whole year. And they know that, too. Yeah. And you spend the first six months of school when you go Doing back you reviewing before. the year before. Like, I feel like it wastes so much time. And uh, that's why he's homeschooled. But <laughs> we're not going for, for, a, for a multitude of reasons. Right. That that she could probably go on about. I can go on it on. But what I want you to go on about, because you keep talking about me. I'm trying to talk about you. My where now I know you've you've talked about many different avenues of the area that you're going into, like mm-hmm. life coaching and Mm-hmm. You've you kind of like poked at the idea of counseling before, but you weren't really right. sure like where you wanted to be in counseling. But now you're in school, you're solid on where your place in the counseling world is going to be. So I want you to tell Ooh. me about where you at now with that. You sound like you're almost done, too. What, you got four more classes to get? Yes, I'll be seeing patients somewhere between the end of the year or beginning of next. Um, So I am really excited about that. Um, I actually do not have a space that I want to reside in. There's so many places where I feel like at first when I got into this, I'm like, women like me, you know, I I just want to help you know, them to not feel what I felt and, you know, navigate and get some coping skills for, you know, if you run into this and that. And now I just feel like uh, it's too many people that need people to talk to, that need people to to trust with their stuff. And that's going to give them the truth because we out here petting people. You know, everybody wants to tell everybody, just do whatever you want to do. Yeah, you're just just great. Just do what you you want. Well, there, I think that life was good with a certain order. I think that even children respect us more when we have rules. Yeah. So we're we're headed toward a place where there's like no rules. So I feel like people don't know how to be in a space like that. And I feel like you really yeah. you really love somebody more by telling them when they, they wrong. When, when they yeah. wrong. Like like, isn't it love for me to snatch my kid out the street because they decided to walk into the street without looking? And then I tell them in a very stern voice, you do not need to walk into the street, young lady. They don't sound like love. Right. It, but as a it, therapist. It, it didn't feel like love. <laughs> as a therapist, it wouldn't be a snatch. It would be more like, okay, you're walking toward that street and... What do you think is going to happen when that car hits you? Like, <laughs> we're going to fi- help you figure out how to snatch yourself, mm. you know, because it's it's good to have autonomy to like know, OK, that's yes. probably not the thing I need to be doing. Or last time I did that, I felt this way. You know, we don't always have to burn ourselves. But when we burn ourselves, we do have to learn, OK, the the dynamics of that. Do I really feel like hitting headed toward the fire again? Yeah. Or like some of those fires that we've been through have damaged us, 
you know, and you have memories of them and a certain smell or a certain sound Mm -hmm. can, you know, trigger those feelings that you don't want to have anymore. So, like, I just want to be there to support somebody in that, too. You know, like, I have all of that myself, had all of that myself, and I go to a therapist myself. (laughs) So, like... So, you know, you know, it's got some merit to it. Yeah. At least at least it's had it's worked for you. Right. Because we don't know everything. We don't know how to get to the place by ourselves sometimes. You know, you you know where you want to be in your journey. But like sometimes we take the 40 year route instead of like the other one. <laughs> and and I know I know a major factor in that with many cases is familiarity. Oh, and like, comfort. comfort. Yes. Even if even if you know that what you're doing or where you're at ain't what you should be doing or where you're supposed to be, it's like, well, I've kind of always been doing it this way, so I can't really imagine myself on the other side of this, so I think I'm going to just stick to this, even though it don't mm-hmm. feel like the best thing ever. I'm, I'm a little bit more scared of the unknown, because at least I know how much I'm hurting right now, right? Right. Like, I, I know and how, how much, much they hurt me and how yeah. much that thing. Yeah, so I'm aware. <laughs> but, you know, if I go on the other side of that, that's when we start getting into fear. And fear mm-hmm. is pretty much based in the unknown, because you're right. not going to be scared about something that you're knowledgeable about. Right. <laughs> so... That fear kind of keeps us where we're at. And then we also like to complain about it as well. So then we're us. So then complain. so then here we are. Here we are. Yes. So that's that's definitely And you could be that be. third party that yeah. help that helps dig them through that stuff. Yeah. I um I actually did get my little certification <laughs> in um premarital counseling. So like mm. Mm. premarital. Premarital. You know that you know sometimes you're gonna have to tell people that they that they not ready yet. No. <laughs> I'ma ask them some questions and they gonna figure out they not ready yet. <laughs> Which is a good thing. That saves a lot of people a lot of trouble. But then you can find out that this person is even more than you thought they mm. were gonna be for you. And then you got your heavenly your heavenly after. I can't talk. Happily ever after. One of those? Ever. Ever ever. I said heavenly. Heavenly ever after. Thinking about what that kind of love will be. Okay. Okay. Gonna look at you there. So um while we're hatching if y'all do have something you want to hear us talk about, because, you know, we're mom and son. We're different generations. We don't always think the same, but we do a lot of times. But yeah. I'm more of a wordy person. I like I like words mean something to me. And he's always fussing at me yeah, about that. I kind of just say stuff. <laughs> I, I say, I kind of say whatever is the shortest version of how I could say it. And some of the words that I use may not be... To her appreciation. <laughs> no, it's just, I don't know. It's something about, like, certain words you can feel. So it's like, okay, if I don't like that feeling with that word, I might want to choose another feeling. Yeah. Not word. Like, what's going to... Yeah, I think the reason I'm not like that is because I used to be in the other direction of how I, 
how I think right now. Like, I was very emotional about how I process stuff. And it kind of was part of the reason I had a little period of time where I was depressed. Because I used to basically take everything personally when people would say stuff. People said a lot of mean things to me. And I would believe it and all that stuff. So, part of my... (laughs) Part of my process of getting to the other side of that was not taking anything personally at all and not thinking about any kind of emotional attachment to words at all, which is why when I say stuff around <laughs> mom, sometimes she's like, well, what do you mean when you said that? And I'm just like, I didn't mean anything at all. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes. Y'all will not even comprehend how many times I like text him about something two hours later after he said it, because I'm like, hold on. Did he mean this? Because, you know, I want to make sure that everybody around me feels seen and heard and understood. So I'm like, I also want clarity yeah. to make sure I know how to move in in relationships that I'm in. So I, I text you, remember about yeah. the baby's hair? I was like, wait, are you saying... So he's like, no, Ma, I wasn't even yeah. thinking that. If we if we had <laughs> to take a vote, I would say that her way of thinking is a little bit more practical for the normal human being. <laughs> because most of us do imply stuff when we say stuff. I'm just one of the okay. weirdos out there that are literally just saying it and that's all. <laughs> I'm one of those people that just say it and that's it. And I didn't mean anything past what I said. <laughs> I don't think it's a weirdo thing. I think, well, from my experience, I feel like men just do that. Y'all are pretty simple when it comes to communication and stuff. We just read into everything. I don't know if that's always. I don't know if that's always true. M- uh, me, I, okay, I'll say I. I no, won't say we. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying... gonna claim me because I do read into everything that people say to me because I want to understand and people don't want to be clear. No, I'm trying to. Tell, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you that everybody. It don't matter the gender or sex or nothing. Everybody be meaning something a lot of the time when they say stuff. Well, I mean, they mean something, but they're not saying it. So, like, I say what I mean because I want to make sure that I get what I need. So, like, I'm annoying with it. I'm like, do you understand? I will throw parables (laughs) and descriptions at people, don't I? Yeah. I know how to do that. Just... To make sure you get, like, there's something that I need. So I'm going to talk to you. Like, we're going to do parables and we're going to do like break Je- it down for layman, like Jesus on the mount. And then we're going to go ABC. <laughs> but I need to get this from you. Mm-hmm. But, like, most people don't. They, we want people to already get what we yeah. say. Like so you, we don't have to explain You should have known what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're the same person as me. No. Nobody mm-hmm. is. <laughs> and, and the sooner you remember that, the sooner you'll be less offended. <laughs> and or, that, that'll definitely uh, be one of the things we talk about. Because I think, you know, wanting and finding some understanding is what people need right now. Is crave. I don't people get crave. a lot of people. I think sometimes we don't get ourselves, so we don't use the right words. And then you feel flustered when somebody like tries to get clarity. And how can you be clear about something you don't know? (laughs) Right. And and you can't know everything. So then what do you do with that? (laughs) Right. Hey, that's why I've been taking time to learn who I am and who I want to be in whatever situation so that 
when somebody comes at me with something, I'm able to actually speak up, which was an issue of mine where I just let people say whatever. And it's like, they just said it. And then I got to let it penetrate me, see if I agree or whatever, and then just act accordingly. <laughs> she got jump scared by a bug. God, D, a gnat. <laughs> that is the worst, not the worst bug. The ant is the worst bug, but yeah, that. But, yep. So this is us catching y'all up on what we're doing. How we be thinking. Yes, how we're thinking. What's what's going to be coming up for us? We're going to talk a lot about these relationships that we have with one another, with ourselves, with the person around the corner. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So I look forward to hanging out with you again. Yeah, more often. Yes. Now take another year break. Yeah. Might might get caught up for like a week or something, but we're going to try to do better than that. Right. (laughs) We we will. We have to because we want to. So can't say you want something and do nothing about it. Yeah. If we didn't want it, you wouldn't be hearing us no more. Great. So we will be seeing y'all on the flip side. We'll be catching you later. 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 Cruel some Jamaican in here. <laughs> Boy, that Jamaican right there. That's a two dollar Jamaica. That's an AI Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay, y'all. Um no, not straight from the island. Yes. <laughs> On the American boat. Yeah. There go with the giggles. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love his laugh anyway. So, let's, All right. All right. We'll see see y'all later. Bye. (laughs) Bye.